Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. To promote the health of our animals and our family of customers. It's Wisconsin's most complete farm show. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Well, it looks like we've got sunshine on the way and we should dry out. That's going to be welcome news to a lot of folks that have been under flood advisories for the past 24 hours time, primarily in the west and southwest quadrant of Wisconsin. How you doing, everybody? I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. Glad to welcome you in. To a Thursday morning. So for today, sunshine, 79 are expected high. So a little bit cooler than what we've seen earlier this week. Tonight, down to 56. Tomorrow, Friday, and a high of only 71 degrees. Saturday, a high of only 69. And Sunday, just 70 degrees. But like I said, the good news is we've got a drier weather forecast on the way. Stumacher, Ag Meteorologist, has your weather details. That's up in just a moment. We're also talking about the amount of money that Wisconsin farms have received already through the Coronavirus Farm Assistance Program, CFAP. Dairy has been one of the big beneficiaries of that program, but all Wisconsin farms are involved in application. Sandy Chalmers, Executive Director of the Wisconsin State Farm Service Agencies, are going to be our guest before we hit 6 o'clock. And it's a Thursday. This time around, Mike North from Commodity Risk Management Group is going to be stepping to the microphone. Dairy markets waffled just a little bit yesterday in Chicago. We'll find out why that is. Maybe we've hit the bottom or is this just a new adjustment period? Mike Norris got the easy-to-listen-to details before we hit 6. Reporting from the banks of the mighty Mississippi, Caitlin Riley joins us from La Crosse in just moments, right here on the Midwest Farm Report. Compeer Financial has always been there for our clients and communities in any situation, and our support continues today. Whether it's providing financial services to our local farmers or responding to the funding needs of our community partners, we're here to help. To learn more, give us a call at 844-426-6733 or visit Compeer.com today. Compeer Financial ACA is an equal credit opportunity lender and provider. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. I don't care what part of Wisconsin you are in. This is June Dairy Month. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And one of the things we're noticing the most in June Dairy Month, no June Dairy Breakfast. That means a lot of dairy products aren't being consumed on the farm, be it milk, ice cream, yogurt, whatever it might be. But, Caitlin, you found out that a lot of organizations are still very much involved in the dairy industry, even though maybe some of their purchasing and sales patterns are changing. That's right, Bob. This is Caitlin Riley in the western end of the world's longest barn in La Crosse. And we've heard a lot of those heartwarming stories, whether it's curds for kids or maybe donations of milk to food pantries. And those dairy purchases are even being noticed in local stores, including convenience stores. Shopping habits have definitely changed since COVID-19 hit the U.S. And Quick Trip is noticing. In fact, John McHugh is the director of public relations with Quick Trip. And he says, good news for dairy farmers. They've seen a substantial increase in their dairy purchases over the last three months. And one of the biggest shifts is how people are buying milk. 
We've seen a huge increase in dairy gallons and half gallons and a decrease in our smaller sizes, like our eight ounces. And part of that's because when people are on the go or they're driving to work and they grab their little container of milk, that's what they'll buy. But if they're confined at home for a couple days or a week, they'll buy the full gallon. So our gallons have gone up substantially as well as half gallons, but our smaller sizes, like eight ounces, that's gone down. Wow, that is interesting. Have you seen anything with butter as well? I know I've heard a lot of people saying that they're cooking more and more at home. We have seen a huge increase in both butter and eggs. Now, having said that, it also coincided with our annual sale promotions of <laughs> butter and eggs around Easter. So uh, the two might be intertwined there. So we certainly saw an increase. Uh, whether or not that was due to more people cooking, we don't know. We actually had to put a limit on the butter at one point in time because it was flying off the shelves. So people were obviously using more at home than they used to. I know one of the things I love about going into Quick Trip is you guys are always trying to do unique things with your dairy. I remember the root beer milk last year. I also love that you guys carry seasonal products like eggnog. But is there anything that stands out as a favorite in your dairy case, something that customers come back for time and time again? Well, one of the things that we've seen an increase in in the last three months with COVID-19 is the increase of our ice cream sales. Most people don't know, but Quick Trip makes their own ice cream. And what we do is when the milk comes into our facility, we take the cream right off the top and we turn it into ice cream. So our ice cream sales have gone up substantially. We have an LTO, a limited time offering flavor again this year called Caruba Gold Cappuccino Ice Cream, which is kind of a takeoff of our Caruba Gold high-end coffee product. And it's phenomenal. It's probably the best ice cream I've ever had. Now, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I lived in Rome for four years. I lived on gelato. This is anything better than you'll ever find even in Rome's gelato. So if you haven't tried it, the Caruba Gold Cappuccino ice cream is phenomenal. But all of our ice cream sales have been really strong the last couple months. You know, I think people are stuck at home. They want to treat themselves. And if you've not yet tried a Quick Trip ice cream, it's worth the try. Oh, my goodness. Now you're going to create a bad habit in my household because I know I was already addicted to Garuba Golds. I love those coffee offerings. Now you put in ice cream. <laughs> yeah, it's been really good. Our team does an excellent job of developing new products. Our mint milk that went out earlier this year is a limited time offering. That was very successful. And our dairy is always trying to be innovative, trying new things to increase dairy consumption. Uh, as we well know nationally, dairy consumption has been going down. And we certainly want to make sure that we can continue as a strong presence, especially here in Wisconsin, supporting our family farms, our farmers. So anything that we can do to increase those sales, we're doing that very proactively here at Quick Trip. And I'm assuming a lot of the machines you guys have in the stores help with that too. I can remember when those Kruba Gold first came in that that was something I was stopping at every single Monday when I was going in on my way to work. And also the new shake machines and smoothies. There's a lot of new products that we can try that incorporate dairy without us thinking about it. And I think it's because we're not grabbing the gallon. We forget that there's dairy products in a lot of your products. Yeah, Caitlin, you're right on the money. And people enjoy those products. They're high-quality products. Uh, whenever possible, we try to use dairy product from everything here locally. As many people know, all the milk comes from the farms around La Crosse within the 75-mile radius, whether that's Wisconsin or Minnesota. So whenever you purchase that milk from Quick Trip, it's come from a local farm. We talk about the fact that it's processed within 24 hours, so from the belly of the cow to the customer in 24 hours, that's our goal. It's extremely fresh. And that's also part of our business model is if we can get it from the farm to the table in the quickest manner possible, that's good for the consumer. 
Uh, it's good for quality. Uh, that's our model here at Quick Trip. So we have our own distribution fleet, so we deliver fresh to every single store uh, every day. Some of our stores, because of volume, will receive two shipments a day. But yeah, every single store gets a shipment every single day. Wow. And now some of our students who unfortunately didn't get to have a traditional end to their school year and hoping to get back into school coming up this fall, they are having some of those fresh dairy products as part of their school nutrition program. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, maybe more than a couple of weeks ago now, a few months ago, I spoke with the Arcadia School District about your new partnership to be the milk provider. Do you want to talk a little bit about where that idea came from? Yeah, that's an important partnership for us for two different reasons. As we well know, some of our students really rely on uh, lunch programs, food programs through the schools. And so when that got shut down, we wanted to make sure that our young people in Wisconsin still have nutritious meals available, specifically access to, to good, fresh dairy. So that was an excellent partnership, not only for our students, but at the same time, we probably heard the news that we had farmers, unfortunately, that were having to dump product because they couldn't find means to sell it. So uh, we were able to take more of that dairy product into our facility, process that, and then turn around and then make that accessible to school districts like Whitehall and Arcadia. So it was a win-win for everybody. We have the volume and the capacity here at our dairy here at Quick Trip and La Crosse. So that was helpful. So it was a good situation for everybody involved. Do you know if you've gotten any requests from other schools saying that this would be something they'd be interested in as well? We have. We have several other options in the pipeline right now working through those contracts. Very cool. And I know we are in June Dairy Month, and this is going to look very different than it has in the past. And I've often noticed that Quick Trip's presence is typically at a dairy breakfast. Either your trucks are there, you have a booth there, or you're a part of the sponsorship for these on-farm celebrations. Is Quick Trip doing anything unique this month to recognize our dairy farmers in the dairy industry? We are doing several different things that are unique. Having said that, we're sad that all those dairy programs are, are not going to happen this June. It's an excellent opportunity to, to showcase what our farmers in Wisconsin do. They're great celebrations. So first of all, we're sad to see those not happening. We understand why. One of the things that we're doing this June is we're sending out over 270,000 coupons for milk at a quick trip. Many of those coupons are going to our local food banks uh, so that people can get that, that fresh gallon of milk. In some cases, the Wisconsin Electric Cooperative is partnering with us. And in their magazine that goes to all their members, there's going to be a coupon in there for a free gallon of milk. We're partnering with State Farm Insurance throughout Wisconsin. They have well over 300 agents. And those agents are making those coupons available for their customers and people to go to the local food banks. So 270,000 coupons for gallons of milk throughout the state of Wisconsin here in June to keep June Dairy Days uh, forefront of everybody's mind. We're happy to do it. June was always a huge month for us in terms of donations for all those events. Uh, they're great events for the community. And, you know, the more and more that people start to get removed from where their milk actually comes from, the more important those events are to educate, especially our young people, that uh, here's where it comes from, how hard our farmers work, uh, appreciation that these are people that, that can't take a vacation or they don't take a day off because the cows have to be milked. And as someone that's come from that background as well, it's just good to appreciate all the hard work that our dairy farmers put into providing that great uh, material, that product on our tables every day. Every day. We were very appreciative here at Quick Trip. And if people do decide that they want to celebrate by swinging by their local Quick Trip, buying butter, buying milk, what have you, is there anything that they should still be keeping in mind when it comes to COVID-19 and going into your stores? 
Excellent question. You know, we certainly try to promote as much as possible social distancing, the six feet rule. And you'll see in all of our stores, we have markings on the floor for that. The reality is sometimes people come to our stores and there's more than sometimes can allow for the six feet. So if people can be patient when they wait outside, if you see that there's a huge crowd inside, because you maybe just hold off for a minute or two. The average person in our store is only in there uh, less than three minutes. So it's not a long wait time. It's what we call a quick, quick trip. So if people can certainly pay attention to that social distancing, that helps our coworkers because obviously they want to serve every customer, but we also want to do it in a safe manner. So if they can keep that in mind, that's very helpful for all of us. And another way people can celebrate June Dairy Month is to get a photo of your baby wearing one of our farm baby bibs. And Quick Trip's helping us with that. So in addition to people signing up to get a free bib, which is a steal in and of itself, Quick Trip is also helping with this partnership by including a gift. And John, have you seen any of those pictures? I have. Delightful, aren't they? (laughs) They really are. And you can search through that photo gallery if you haven't yourself at MidwestFarmReport.com. And be sure to sign up for a farm baby bib of your own. From the western end of the world's longest barn in La Crosse, I'm Kate and Riley. Can't get enough farm news? The stories you hear and more 24-7 at MidwestFarmReport.com. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Oh my goodness, did you see Bob's gorgeous soybean rows? Um, totally. I couldn't believe how clean, weed-free his entire field looked. I'm like, so jealous. I heard he started using this new post-applied residual herbicide called Perpetuo, and it's burned down and long-lasting residual powers making his soybeans like literally the talk of the town. Ah, so Perpetuo's his secret. Yep. Talk to your retailer or visit valent.com slash Perpetuo to learn more. Always read and follow label instructions. Right now, it feels like the world is standing still. But if you look to the land, it's a whole different story. From farms to backyards, seeds are being planted, animals are being fed, grass is growing, and families are giving their all to the soil because the land never stops. So to all those linked to the land, Sloan Implement and John Deere say thank you. We're here for you because we all run together. Visit Sloan's.com. We're John Deere people, too. If you've ever driven a tractor, you are her friend. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. All righty then. Here we are, 519 now as we get started on a Thursday morning. And boy, oh boy, Stumach Ag Meteorologist, we have been getting all kinds of reports in this morning from a lot of folks that picked up. You know, I think we thought the big rain was going to be like Tuesday night into Wednesday, but it appears that actually a really big brunt of the rain was last night into this morning. I have a gal from Columbus just sent me pictures on Facebook that picked up two and a half inches in an hour. So now it's time to snorkel if you're a corner soybean plant out there. I know I picked up better than probably an inch in my backyard. It just really came down for a while there. It really poured. There were new rivers formed in fields around me as well. You, you could see where the corn rows were supposed to be, but everything was underwater. I've got rainfall amounts kind of all over the place. Lacrosse yesterday, a whole three one hundredths of an inch. 
uh, Madison at the airport, an inch and 23 hundredths. And then you get over here to the Fond du Lac area, the airport, two and 62 hundredths. My friend John, two and a quarter ahead, about two, Paul, an inch and 22. And that's all within about a six-mile stretch. So a big difference in rain. But the system that brought it has pulled off to our northeast, has moved up into the southern edge of Canada and pulling away from us. Kind of the perfect storm here. All of that warm, moist air built up out of the south and still lingered yesterday. So as that weak disturbance just pushed through the area, it was enough to really fire off that precipitation. There is some rain this morning, but it's off north of Lake Superior and pulling away from us. So a bit more of a uh, quiet weather day, I guess. We can go out and see where there's still water standing and Hopefully uh, it disappears in a big hurry, but we aren't going to have a real hot drying spell either, but it will stay fairly breezy today, tomorrow, not quite so strong then into the day uh, Saturday, but at least we all are going to have some breezes for a while here. High pressures edging in should keep some sunshine in store and temperatures that are more like normal for this time of the year. Not a bad Thursday at all, but there's a very weak little front that's going to drop in out of the north. And I'll mention with that very weak front that there is a really small chance of some rain, especially in central and eastern Wisconsin by late this afternoon or evening. And there could be another very small chance later Friday, just into early Saturday. None of it going to amount to much of anything. You know, some sprinkles, maybe enough to measure a hundredth of an inch or two, but a couple of small chances still do exist. As we make our way to the end of the week, we know there's cooler air building in. Like I said, today's more like normal, cooler than normal then. By Friday and Saturday, we start turning it around by Sunday and Monday, back up to normal and above. And into next week by oh, Tuesday or Tuesday night, another chance of some rain will be redeveloping. I'll have forecast details right after this. Say, have you heard of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation? Yes, it's a grassroots organization of people just like you that care about keeping agriculture strong. By joining Farm Bureau, you also qualify for a number of money-saving member benefits on equipment, autos, travel, and insurance. Get more details at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. Recently, I moved to Wisconsin, and I decided that it was time to change up my insurance. And after a bit of searching, it was pretty obvious that I needed to go with Rural Mutual Insurance. This is Josh Gramlin from the Midwest Farm Report. Not only did I want a great rate and even better coverage, but I wanted a Wisconsin-based insurance company that protects and supports our Wisconsin farmers and agribusiness community. To find out what Rural Mutual can do for you, do what I did and go to RuralMutual.com. Rural Mutual Insurance. Strong. Almost 523. Go ahead, Stu. Tell us, uh, yeah, it does sound like it's going to be a little cooler for the next couple of days. A little cooler, but sunny and a bit breezy today. That all sounds wonderful. Upper 70s, could be 80 at Lacrosse for our warm spot. West winds 5 to 15, even gusting around 30. Central and eastern Wisconsin with a small chance of a shower here by late part of the afternoon or on toward evening. That slight chance of a shower this evening at Madison as well. And otherwise, clearing out through the nighttime, we drop down to the mid-50s. The west winds 5 to 15, still gusting near 25. 
Mostly sunny Friday. We'll mention a slight chance of a shower or a storm later in the afternoon. Now, that's where we stay in the mid-70s, maybe 78 at La Crosse. Northwest winds at 5 to 10. And a small rain chance overnight into early Saturday. Otherwise, mostly sunny, cooler Saturday. Upper 60s only near 70. East winds about 5 to 10. We're back into the mid-70s for Sunday, Pam. And then back to normal or above by Monday and Tuesday. All right, good deal. Thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You bet. Have a good one. Stumach, our ag meteorologist with all the weather details you're looking for. Again, your rainfall reports are welcome at any time. Call me toll-free, 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. In La Crosse, you're clear 55 degrees. Mauston, clear in 55. Fond Lac at the airport, clear in 57. Beaver Dam, clear in 54 at the airport. Madison, clear in 54 degrees. Well, we won't have to worry about sweating today. At uh, the Blaine's Farm and Fleet location on Stoughton Road. We'll be back there 4 until 6 this afternoon with more of our Wisconsin Needs Farmers Yard signs. For you folks that say, hey, when are you going to get to me? Believe me, we are working on it. We've got 8,000 that we're going to try to physically deliver to people that signed up. And we are trying to get to all kinds of remote locations, uh, including Platteville, Watertown, La Crosse, Chippewa Falls. We'll keep you posted at MidwestFarmReport.com. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Gear up for summer with a little help from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. We have all the supplies you need to get your animals in tip-top shape. Stock up on select bags of Safe Choice Equine Feet, now $2 off. Keep your barn cool this summer with a 24-inch portable tilt fan, on sale $119.99. Keep your horses feeling their best with the right supplements. AgriMaster's line of Weight Booster, Flex Aid, Senior Combo, and Hoof Supplements will keep them moving along. Now $4 off. And stock up on Lincoln Size All Baler Twine. Available in 9,000 or 16,000 foot rolls. Your choice, $39.99. Plus, save on these great doorbuster deals. Farm and Fleet 15W40 Diesel Oil. A 5-gallon pail, just $34.99. And Farm and Fleet 40-pound bags of original cat food, now $2 off. That's genuine value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. June is National Dairy Month. All of us at Blaine's Farm and Fleet would like to salute Midwest dairy farmers and their families and say thank you. Compeer Financial has always been there for our clients and communities in any situation, and our support continues today. Whether it's providing financial services to our local farmers or responding to the funding needs of our community partners, we're here to help. To learn more, give us a call at 844-426-6733 or visit Compeer.com today. Compeer Financial ACA is an equal credit opportunity lender and provider. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. As we move forward and business starts to bounce back, Midwest Family Madison is here to help you stay connected to our community. These local businesses are now open. The patio at Ale Asylum is now open for food, beer, and seltzer enjoyment. For food and beer carryout, visit aleasylum.com for no-contact online ordering with curbside pickups. Cheers. Princeton Club is open. All nine locations are open 24 hours. The phased reopening is a strategic and measured approach as your health and safety have always been a priority. Call 608-833-2639 or go to princetonclub.net for more information. Green Owl Wellness, a local manufacturer of CBD products, is open and has a full lineup of locally produced CBD products on their website. Visit greenowlwellness.com. 
Midwest Family Madison thanks you for your support of local business and encourages you to shop local whenever possible. To see how local businesses are operating today or to add your business to our directory, go to MidwestFamilyMadison.com and click on the Now Open tab. Mmm, need to get some rest. This is the worst headache ever. Mmm, right arm's all tingly all of a sudden. Must have slept on the last night. I keep losing my balance. These old bones need some exercise. Granddaddy, what you just said doesn't even make sense. It sounds like gibberish. Signs like these could be more than what they seem. They could be a sign of stroke. Sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm, or leg. Sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes. Sudden trouble walking or difficulty with balance. Or a sudden intense headache that comes out of nowhere. If you or someone you know has any of these symptoms, don't wait. Call 911 immediately. You could make a difference in someone's life, someone you love, maybe even your own. Time lost is brain lost. Find out more at PowerToEndStroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. When you're ready to buy a home, it's the right time to buy a home. There's no need to wait for extra money to put down or timing the market perfectly. The sooner you can own a home, the better off you'll be financially as you'll start saving money and creating net worth. And MLS number 222652. I'm not used to taking care of things on my own. My wife, my sweetheart, took care of me for 46 years, and I've loved every moment. When the doctor gave her six months, all she wanted was to spend it at home with me. Now it's my turn to take care of her. I know a grace will help me care for the one I've loved my whole life. A grace, hospice, and palliative care. Just call. A grace will help. How is it that we can have smokers' lines without ever smoking? A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Smokers or lip lines can occur not only because of smoking, but other factors, such as talking, drinking from a straw, genetics, and age-related fat loss. The most simple and effective treatment for this problem is a combination of dermal fillers such as Juvederm, which can smooth and fill those fine lines as well as hydrate the lips. Also, a neuromodulator such as Botox can be used in small amounts to relax those pursing muscles. At Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie, this treatment results in a natural, more youthful appearance of the mouth and often lasts a year or longer. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. All right, number three on my list. You go right here. The second player to ever receive a unanimous selection for the award of MVP and the fourth African-American quarterback to do so, Lamar Jackson. Number three. My number three, Deshaun Watson. Man, I had Deshaun Watson at seven. You got Watson that high, huh? Yeah, number three. I mean, you look at how bad that Houston Texans offensive line was. 
It was terrible. He was running for his life. He got sacked like making I, plays. How many times did he get sacked a game? It was like double digits. Well, if you remember that playoff game against the Bills where the Bills should have won it. Yeah. He completely by himself brought that Houston Texans team back. And now I I know they got rid of DeAndre Hopkins. But one of the worst trades. Bill O'Brien, what are you doing? But Deshaun Watson has a talent by himself. He's number three for me. And to fill you in, Lamar Jackson didn't make my top ten. What? I was what? A unanimous MVP did not make my top ten. How do you 10. not put Lamar Jackson in your top ten? If I was if I was building what? a team. What? I just feel like he's due for regression. Oh he my. balled out last year. He's obviously a running quarterback. It's now he did improve his passing, but I just think there's a lot of regression, especially from the type of season he had. What even top ten? And just like remember when Kaepernick balled out when they were running the the choice, the zone read. He kind of now some people say he was blackballed, but he was kind of fading there at the end. Okay, but you don't have Lamar Jackson in your top ten. You have Carson Wentz over Lamar Jackson. All right, let's finish the list first. <laughs> Honestly, it doesn't surprise me anymore. Number two, I have Russell Wilson. Number two, Russell Wilson. Really? Russell Wilson is a habitual winner. Russell Wilson, is he a weirdo off the field? Yeah. Do I not believe in his nanobubbles? No, I don't. Do I not believe in uh, his weird climbing up mountains and crying on top of it? No, not really. It's not really my thing. But when you get Russell Wilson on the field... That dude, he could be down a thousand points. He is still going after as hard as he can to win that game, and he might do it. Russell Wilson is a habitual winner. Yeah, and he did it last year with not great skilled players as well. Yeah. They had DK Metcalf, but Doug Baldwin, he was he wasn't he was he banged up or did he retire? I can't remember. It was one of the two. He really wasn't there. I think he's banged up. Dude, that, Russell Wilson every rules. single running back on that roster, I think, got hurt at least one point in that season. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, they were down to, like, nothing. And their tight end's last name was Hollister, the same clothes that some people wore in middle school. <laughs> Russell Wilson is phenomenal when it comes to competition and at snagging, smoking hot wives. You see, Russell, you see Sierra? Judas. My God, Sierra. Huh. And it's not because of King just said it's because he went to Wisconsin. No, it's not. It's because he is a habitual winner. And number one, and also Should we just we say it, Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, hands down. Pat, don't even need to explain it. Did you see this? Did you watch the Super Bowl? Did you watch the Super Bowl? I think everyone watched the Super Bowl. Then we don't need to explain explain Patrick Mahomes being number or one. Or have you just watched his last? couple seasons. The thing that I can't get behind is that you don't even have Lamar Jackson on your top 10. Are you are you on drugs? He actually came in at 13. <sighs> Who was 11 and 12? Big Ben and Tannehill? Oh my god. You're out of your mind. Are you We're drug testing you after this. I have a drug test in my producer suite over here. Why do you have a drug test in there? You know I don't know. It's just for weed. I'm throw so I won't be taking it, Rowdy. But I'm gonna have you take it, okay? People are losing their minds right now. Jokers are wild on Twitch. Do you have Tannehill over Lamar Jackson? I think you are on drugs. 
Don't do drugs, Nell. Without me. I'm seeing clear. I'm sober. Again, the craziest thing about this is Nelly doesn't this have is, Lamar this, Jackson in his top 10. The reigning MVP. This ain't fantasy. <laughs> oh, I love you, Nelly. There's, there's nothing else I can say, but I love you, Nelly. If you need to know about farming, then you need to know Pam Yonke. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Mike North from Commodity Risk Management Group down in Platteville is our special guest this morning. Dairy markets were off a little bit yesterday in Chicago. Overnight, corn, beans, and wheat are trading lower. Mike's got the latest updates as far as what's driving that trade. He'll join us live in about 10 minutes. I'm Pam Yonke. Now, from the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, here's what's happening on a Thursday. Today, of course, is the 11th day of June. By the way, if you're in the Madison area, today we are going to be out again with more of our Wisconsin Needs Farmers Yard signs. If you want to pick one up, even if you're not on our list, we will be at the Blaine's Farm and Fleet location on Stoughton Road in Madison from 4 until 6 p.m. this afternoon, this evening. So feel free to swing on by. We'll be there while supplies last. Stoughton Road location for Blaine's Farm and Fleet in Madison today from 4 until 6. Now, for you folks that say, wait a minute, wait a minute, when are you going to get to us? We're working to pull together logistically where we're going to be uh, maybe as soon as next week. It uh, looks like we're trying to target the Watertown area, the Platteville area, and then we're going to start moving uh, farther north. But it takes some time to get the logistics together. Like I said, today you can catch up with us at the Stoughton Road location with Blaine's Farm and Fleet, 4 until 6 p.m. On this day back in 1935, Gene Wilder was born. Yep, his uh, original name was Jerome Silberman. He was born in Milwaukee. Graduated from Washington High School in Milwaukee, went on to get a Bachelor of Arts degree from the University of Iowa, and obviously turned into a fantastic comedian, and uh, also his second wife, Gilda Radner, who passed away from ovarian cancer. Now here in Wisconsin, we see a large group of Gilda's Club, which was a group that Wilder co-founded after her death. On this day in 1999, Milwaukee brewer Paul Molitor had his number four jersey retired. Also on this day, back in uh, 1817, the first predecessor of the bicycle was demonstrated. How about that? And now you know. I'm P.M. Yankee. Now, from the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, here's what's happening on a Thursday. So, the federal assistance available through the Coronavirus Farm Assistance Program, or CFAP, is finally reaching farmers' banking accounts. I talked about it yesterday with Sandy Chalmers, State Executive Director of Wisconsin's Farm Service Agency offices. She said as of Monday, Wisconsin ranks very high in the nation when it comes to the amount of federal funds already dispersed. FSA nationally has made $1.4 billion in payments and assisted 80,000 producers. And you look at the top five states nationally, number one, Iowa, number two is Wisconsin, number three, Nebraska, number four, Illinois, and number five, Kansas. And Wisconsin in that number two spot uh, nationally, um, our county FSA offices as of June 8th have made $108 million in payments 
to about 7,900 producers. So that gives you an idea of the volume of, of work that FSA is doing, but more importantly, the quick response of producers to this program, because a number of them were, you know, the first couple of days of the program um, being open, they had their applications in to their FSA offices because uh, this assistance is just so desperately needed, and, and it will tide over many of our farm families. Right, and I've been hearing that, Sandy, uh, being out in the country myself, uh, visiting with growers as we deliver our Wisconsin Needs Farmers Yard signs. I mean, they're almost moved to tears when they say that they finally they finally got their CFAP payment. It is that the anxiety out there is still so very palpable. Well, we're turning these around within about seven days, maybe seven to ten days. So it it has been a, a, a relatively quick turnaround time on these applications. And, and I have to give credit to our FSA employees. You know, they have a heart for their farmers, and they've been getting the calls and have uh, been getting questions over the last few weeks about when is this program going to be available. So... Our FSA employees are coming in early and staying late to get this assistance out the door and to our to our farmers. You know, and the other thing, to the credit of your Farm Service Agency employees and to the farmers that they're serving, everybody has had to get very comfortable with a lot of online applications and, uh, you know, electronic, you know, movement of paper because so many people, so many, uh, so many farmers are just accustomed to going into the Farm Service Agency office and taking care of things. Well, we're all working in a different arena just as far as collecting data and getting it into a system. Right, and and we do value that face-to-face interaction with our producers, and you know those relationships develop over many years, and and the the producers really appreciate having an employee in that FSA office who they believe understands their operations and um, can steer them uh, different ways and help them understand what their options may may be as far as assistance that's available. Mm-hmm. But we we have several um, several options for producers. Many of our producers are going online to farmers.gov and reading the information available there. There's an online payment calculator that walks you through the application process. And then when you're done entering your, your information, you push a button and your application is generated, already filled out. All you need to do is sign it and then either drop it off or stick it in the mail or, or email it to the FSA office. Um, not everybody has Internet access, and, and we know that. Um, for those people, just give your office a call and we're in most cases we're able to work with the producer at the time they call and either help them understand what information they need to pull together to complete their application or if they have everything already gathered all the records they need uh for the application we're able to walk them through the application over the phone so um we it is working pretty well given the fact that we're not able to have those face-to-face meetings with our producers. 
Sandy Chalmers, she is our state executive director of the Wisconsin Farm Service Agency offices. So like we said, so far, $108 million of the Coronavirus Farm Assistance Program, CFAP, have reached Wisconsin farmsteads. And remember, the application period for these funds continues through August. Uh, So there's still a lot of producers out there, a lot of farms of all different types that can make application. But it's nice to know that at least some of that federal funding is finally reaching our farmers. We're going to reach Mike North, Commodity Risk Management Group, in just a moment. Let me give you an idea on what's happening in the markets overnight. We are in the red ink. December corn's down about a penny right now at 340. November soybeans are down three at 873. July wheat down two and a quarter right now, 504 a bushel. In Chicago yesterday, barrel cheese dropped nearly six cents to two thirty-six and three quarters. Forty-pound block cheese was unchanged at two fifty-four, while double-A butter gained three cents at one ninety-five and a quarter per pound. The fluid milk contracts in overnight trade: July milk's down six, currently at nineteen thirty a hundredweight. August milk is unchanged. What's happening with livestock? Around the equity sales barn location statewide this week, the beef steers and heifers, 82 to 102 per pound. Holstein steers, 83 to 90 cents per pound. Cows, generally, 38 to 59, topped at 72 cents per pound. Holstein bull calves, 70 to $165 per animal. The heifers are generally from 60 to $70 per animal. And the beef calves, 70 to $235 per animal. Hogs, they're still steady and a little bit softer this week, 27 to 30 cents per pound. The feeder lambs are at 150 to $200 per hundredweight, with the choice and prime use and weathers, 80 to $130 per hundredweight, just to make sure we're clear on that. Well, let's get clear on what's happening in the marketplace. Mike North, Commodity Risk Management Group down in Platteville, joining us live next. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Farmers' fuel prices are climbing. Now is the time to buy a new farm fuel tank directly from the manufacturer. USEMCO in Toma has 1,000-gallon and 550-gallon farm tanks in stock. USEMCO fuel tanks are built farm tough. They're sandblasted, followed by a urethane coating to prevent rusting. Plus, they have a full factory warranty and are easy to move with their skid-type design. So get the best tank and the best price. Call Cal at USEMCO, 608 372 5911 As a business owner, you rely on a lot of people to keep things up and running. Hey, you're not the only one who'd like to kick your IT provider to the curb. Compel Consulting has become the most trusted source of computer services. Pain-free, Compel works to eliminate the hassles and headaches that technology can bring, helping business owners increase productivity and make more money. Schedule a free technology assessment with Compel today and be more productive tomorrow. Visit CompelNetworks.com. Compel Consulting, professional IT solutions, just like having family in the IT biz. Battles aren't won solely on the field. That's a common misconception. Battles are won within. Over enemies of fear. Enemies of doubt. In that place where promises are kept. Promises to oneself. This is a physical training event! Promises to one's community. Healthy people move debris out of their house. Promises to one's country. 
In the heart of every Marine, you'll find a promise. A promise forever kept. A promise of battles won. Farm goddess, agricultural princess, queen of all that moves. Nah, let's stick with farm babe. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngkin. All righty now, 547 on a Thursday morning, and we welcome in Mike North with Commodity Risk Management Group down in Platteville. And before we talk anything, we got to talk weather. I've been telling a Mike all morning long that I've gotten... Uh, messages from people, you know, how fast the rain came down yesterday up by Columbus, uh, two and a half inches in about an hour. But you sound like you're the grand prize winner this morning. What'd you get? So we got an uh, inch and a half yesterday, inch and a half the day before. So we're about three inches all the way through. Yeah. So everybody kind of, un- I was going to say in the same boat, but that's just a poor play on words. So <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. So uh, weather is obviously still on the minds of a lot of folks, but uh, we want to focus in specifically on what's going on with Dairy Mike. It's been trading at a red hot pace until the past 48 hours or so. Uh, what's going on? What do we need to know? Well, basically, as you look at where cheese is, spot CME cheese prices are at record levels. We have never before seen pricing like what we have today. And if you go back to uh, Monday, we had pricing that put us at a new record, 258 and a half uh, prices uh, fell back off. And, you know, as we as we come into uh you know, periods like this, we always look at what the heck is happening. How how do we how do we justify this price? And it's it's really a, a matter of what's been going on, right? We had a uh, really low price, a dollar back in mid-April. The the uh, buyers of product said, "Hey, uh, we need to start uh, picking some of this up." There's been strong retail demand. Restaurants are, you know, going to be opening. No, oh, Mike. <laughs> it's just about the time that he gets into the heat of the moment. But he is down in Platteville, and he's warned me before that he uh, many times does not uh, have much in the way of. Uh, Internet opportunities. Mike North, Commodity Risk Management Group down in Platteville, who we are attempting to try to reconnect with. Now, let's see if we got him again. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm back on. Boat, boat mid-sentence, buddy. So uh, can oh, you read? Sorry about that. I don't know what happened there. But, uh, you know, when, when I was saying, when you look at prices uh, like the ones we have, you have to ask the question, how did we get here? And, you know, you go back to mid-April when we cheese has, uh, was trading at a dollar. We ultimately had, uh, you know, the perfect storm, of course. But um, we saw a, a, a bid from the retail side that remained strong. Consumers were going to the grocery store. We saw uh, physical brokers stepping in this market saying, hey, we should get some of this dollar cheese. And that continued to build. And then on top of that, the government came back in. And uh, we ultimately saw, uh, you know, this new bid from the government. You know, I, I gave a talk a few years ago, and I talked about how the government was throwing money in a market and spending it like, 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 like drunk.
drunken sailors, and uh, I had an old guy uh, come up, and he was retired Navy, and he said, you know what, even us, our, uh, even us drunken sailors would stop spending when we ran out of money. And I will tell you, it doesn't seem like the government has stopped yet. They're throwing cash at this market in a big, big way. Um, and we're seeing cheese hold really, really big prices. Uh, 2.54 on spot blocks today. The old record in 2009 or 2014, excuse me, was $2.45. We have barrels at $2.42. These are big prices, and that has translated into a $20 milk market. You never would have thought that possible 45 days ago. And we're staring at $20.41. And I will tell you that if we can hold cheese's, cheese prices where we're at, July will go even higher. Wow. And so as we as we come into the, the, the new averaging period for milk, which July will begin on Monday, if we can hold these, these current levels, July milk prices will go even higher. So now we have to look at then what, what, what is next, right? What is the risk in our market? What is it that we would fear? Well, we would fear the government saying, we've done enough. It's time to go home, boys. And um, we are starting to see some evidence that that might be happening. Um, the government is backing away from the Section 32 purchases. Uh, we picked up on uh, Tuesday that uh, they were already canceling 77 loads of fluid. Um, this is the kind of stuff that you don't want to see because now if we, if we pull the government back out of the mix, we ultimately are going to force what I'll call the real buyer of dairy products to hold this market up. And let's face it, if I'm a restaurant and I've been shut down for three months, so the last thing I want to do is buy historically record price cheese to put into my in, into the food I'm serving. Mm. They're going to generally have a little more disinterest at $2.50 than they would if it was $1.50. And so I think we're, we're, we're starting to tread into some very interesting territory um, whereby there's some natural risk in the marketplace. And so when you get prices like this, when you see opportunities like this, you know, we, our message to dairymen has been very simple. In the same way you're capitalizing on CFAP, go out and take advantage of the market that is before you. Uh, and as a reminder there, DRP is available for the very last time on, on quarter three of this year, Monday morning. So we literally have three more days to buy DRP for Q3. It'll still be available for Q4 and you know the other quarters that follow, but Q3's last day is on Monday. So with pricing where it's at, which the quarter's average today, seven, eight, excuse me, uh, eighteen dollars and twelve cents, that leads you into north of a seventeen dollar floor. That's that's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's always good stuff talking with you, Mike. I apologize that we are not going to get a chance to continue the conversation. Looks like Mike is still having some issues, and uh, we'll have to follow up with him personally. Give him a call, as always, Commodity Risk Management Group down in Platteville. They are happy to get that floor of right around $17 under your milk or talk to you more about the government programs and what it's doing to the marketplace, what it can do for your farm. They are some super dudes. If you haven't had a chance to visit with Mike, he is really worth your time. Commodity Risk Management Group.
All right, that's all the time that we've got for today. Tomorrow, we're going to give you all the details we've got on the state aid coming beginning on Monday. That's our guest from the Department of Revenue tomorrow. This is the Midwest Farm.